Oh, yeah, I got my microdose gummies. This one is just a touch of THC, and this one is a bit more. Microdose is available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com. Use the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Oh, there we go. We are live. Welcome to my little live stream from the ocean. Welcome. It is uh, it is really hot with no uh, no breeze whatsoever. My God, it's been cool at the ocean in the last couple of days, and now we got uh, the heat back upon us. You can see that. Like, I'm just <laughs> I'm just sweating already. Cheers to everybody, and welcome to your Friday. But uh, it's been a, uh, a busy morning already, man. Doggy woke me up very, very early. And uh, we took a walk on the beach as, uh, well, I, I can't say uh, as the sun was coming up. Because the sun still comes up extremely early. But it was low in the sky. That was lovely. And now um, I'm looking down the beach because there's a bunch of fishermen out there. They might, they might know something I don't right now. Because uh, it's a little too early for... For the professionals to get out there for the, quote, fall run, we call it. Uh, obviously, too early for the fall run. The fall run starts, man, I don't know, sometime in October. Like, middle to late October is the fall run where there are fishermen and trucks up and down this beach pulling striped bass out of that water uh, all day long, as I like to say. If, uh, if the video is really bad, let's let's just cut our losses. It, it, it's okay. It's just okay. What am I doing anyway? <laughs> In this day and age, no one should have one bar, right? That's, that's stupid. You can get in a car, fall asleep, and the damn thing will get you to where you need to be. We're looking at distant uh, galaxies with the James Webb uh, telescopes. There's no reason for a one bark thing. Let's fight for that. How about how about we uh, look? There's a divide in this country. How about we uh, get together on on a simple cause? There should never be one one bar on your Wi-Fi. <laughs> Actually, I blame Hunter Biden for that. Hunter Biden's the reason you have one bar. Wake up, Wokey. <laughs> We're losing our minds. It's because you voted for Biden. That's what I get a lot. Because you voted for Biden. I didn't vote for nobody. I am clean. Look at this. My hands are clean. You voted for these dummies. Not me. Not me. Bill Marchant, just fuzzy. I even took a shower this morning. I'm like, dude, the least you could do is shower before you go on camera. And if your hair looks stupid, how about you put a hat on? That's all you need to do. I was looking at some video from, I don't know, a week ago. I, 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 my hair, it looked like I had ca- cotton candy on the top of my head. And trust me, I got, I got, enough, uh, I got enough hair still. I got the coverage. In the end, all you want is some coverage. That's all. Just some coverage. 
because I don't want to go comb over. I, w I don't want to go toupee a la uh, password 1978. <laughs> that reference was just for me. I, I, I'll be honest. It was just for me. Uh, me and the kids and my wife, we, uh, we watched the AGT. And now we're watching a little password with uh, Jimmy Fallon. I wanted to hate it. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. It truly is a lot of fun, the new password. The host, whatever her name is, Kiki Palmer, I think her name is. I think she was in Nope. I think she was in that movie Nope. She's an amazing host with a great, I mean a great personality. And then Jimmy Fallon, I think that show is made for him. It's nice and light and easy. He could be a goofball all he wants. And then they had Marty Short on. You know, I'm calling him Marty like I'm like I'm in the uh, like I'm in Hollywood. They had Marty Short on. It was fun. So then that led us to uh, finding one of these weird channels deep in your cable system where they play very old game shows, and they had the original uh, password on. And boy, were we boring! We were boring people. We were very boring, but the one thing I noticed over and over again on the old uh, password to bring it all around was the fact that uh, the celebrities especially had horrible comb-overs and horrible uh, uh, toupees. But uh, I'm here to say I got enough coverage, so I'm, I'm good for now. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Anthony, uh, Anthony is on Twitter saying you guys would have meetings on how to make the guests as uncomfortable as possible. I mean, that, that would mean Anthony would have to go to a meeting. Like, the, the, Anthony barely went to a meeting. Anthony barely talked uh, to anyone after the show was... Uh, I, I can't do this today. There was an overall feeling back in the, um, the early days of Opie and Anthony that most of these celebrities were boring as all hell because they played it very, very safe, especially back then. And then eventually, these celebrities realized they had to open up and really start uh, giving you something. But most of the time, they would follow some dumb script that some publicist or manager or agent gave them, and they wouldn't go off script, and they just wanted to plug, 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 and you're sitting there like, who the hell cares that this is an A-lister? They're boring as hell. So there was an overall understanding, and maybe we did talk about it a little bit, but I don't think we ever had official meetings, that it's like, look, we got to make this interesting for, for our audience, so... We chose to go all, go all in and make uh, guests uncomfortable. And then what happened was you get uh, some popularity and um, the word is getting out, like, don't go on their show because they're going to beat you up, which is great for the listeners, but maybe not so much for the guest. So we were having a tough time getting guests on the show. And then, yeah, the higher-ups basically, basically came to us and said, you can't treat guests like this. No one's going to come on your show. So we had to kind of find a new balance where we can maybe take our shots knowing the person deserved them uh, but also conduct ourselves like gentlemen so we would get uh, more and more guests on the show and that's how that's how that played out but in the beginning it was uh, you know all bets were off you came on our show and if you weren't uh, performing we were gonna we were gonna make sure it was entertaining that sun is a blazing. Wow. John Quartz, how are you? What's going on, brother? Uh, I am, I am like, I am sweating. Because I'm the idiot. Like, I like to take baths. 
especially because I, I got a bad back in general. Um, although it's, it's, I'm starting to do uh, yoga and stretching again, so I'm getting there. But I like to, I like to soak before I turn this on. Like you would think, it's summer. It's already 80 degrees. It's 6:30 in the morning. This was 6:30 in the morning, obviously. You would take like a cool bath or a cool shower, but I need everything to be red hot. So even though it's like 80 degrees, seven whatever, 7:49 in the morning, it's over 80 degrees out here. It is. It is. You can see it on my face. I dipped, dip. I dipped my body into a scolding hot bathtub. So now I, I'm feeling. I got pit stains. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, congrats on the shower. Thank you. Thank you. Most of my summer, it's jump in the ocean, hopefully a couple times a day, dry off, and that's good enough for me. I feel like that's like the cleanest you could get because I don't trust all these shampoos and conditioners. I don't know what the hell's in any of this crap. And a lot of times that's good enough for me, or I'll take a... A rinse off uh, outdoor shower and and that's it beauty and fashion tips by Ope. oh my god salt water salt water is king man salt water is creepy it really is you'll go in there with like let's say all sorts of cuts or scabs or whatever in my case i got athlete's foot that i that that i had to uh rub off my toes i know that's too much information but the people that suffer from athlete's foot or feet, in my case, it's athletes' feet, uh, they know. It gets to a point, it's too late for the sprays, the itch is so insane that you got to rub skin completely off your toes and in between your toes, and that's the only way you could get relief. So then you're left with, like, no more itchy feeling whatsoever, but you got a giant little scab where you rub the skin off your, off your toe or in between your toes. Long story short, then you go in the ocean, right? With this just gnarly garbage, open wound, basically. And by the time you get out of the ocean, it's, it's pretty much new skin. What is in the ocean that, that helps with all that crap? Uh, the show is better when there were no celebrities, 100%. Sirius XM, though, they have this celebrity culture, and maybe it works for them. I mean, look, I'm talking to a little higher than normal. I'm pushing almost 150 people live right now, and then... Then on the, the replays, if you need to know, I'll, I'll get an, uh, a few thousand more people checking this shit out. Um, so what do I know? I'm, I'm talking to nobody, and they're still a giant corporation. But they have a celebrity culture over at SiriusXM. They just obsess with, uh, about celebrities, and they put them into everything. You hear when they give a celebrity a couple hours to just to play music, how awful it is at SiriusXM? But I guess people just uh, get into that because they're fans of that, that celebrity. Uh, funny you say that because a lot of people say Opie and Anthony was better when there was no, no what? No what? No what? Me? Really? Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. If that was the case, wouldn't Jimmy and Anthony have a massively huge, successful radio show? You idiot! doesn't take a rocket scientist. I'm finally out of the way and they're still not doing a show together because they don't know how. God, you're an idiot. 
It'd be as simple as that. If I was the problem, I'm gone. Haven't seen Anthony in over eight years. I, uh, I'm trying to remember the last time I saw Jimmy. It was that stupid gym thing I talked about. But that's a few years ago now as well. If I was the problem, wouldn't they have a massively huge successful show? But hope. It's because you voted for Biden. I just hate the dishonesty of people. You know how every fast food has a special sauce? Guess what? You're looking at the special sauce right here, right now. And that drives people nuts. I was always the special sauce with the special ingredients that people can't figure out. Dummies. I don't care if you don't like me. For real, I don't. But what drives me nuts is the the dishonesty. It's right there for you. Right there. I'm out of the way. I'm not... I'm not interrupting people. I'm not taking phone calls. I'm doing my own thing without those people. So now they can do what they think they could do without me. And they still haven't done it. So shut up. Uh, I can't start a podcast with uh, Anthony. He, he has a terrible, I mean, a terrible reputation. At this point, everyone thinks he's a racist. And at this point, uh, people uh, think that he chases questionably young women. I'll tell you this much. Thank God I have no info on that. Thank God. Thank God. I wouldn't be able to live with myself. The ocean is God's shower minus the fish piss. We've talked about that. You know, I walk doggy every morning and I ran out of doggy bags. And a lot of times uh, I'll dig a quick, you know, hole that's about a foot deep and drop it in the hole. Or I'll take these giant clamshells that wash up on the beach and I'll scoop up doggy's poo and I'll march it to the ocean and throw it in. And it gets pulverized immediately. We've done this rap. Uh, but you got the farmers. The locals understand all this. They understand all this. They understand you, you, you throw dog poo in the ocean. It's like you don't even... Within one, two waves, it, it's completely disin- disintegrated. Excuse me. Um, but you get the farmers, they come out here and they feel like they, they run the place, even though they only come out here a couple weekends the whole summer. Um, every once in a while, you get one of them running up to me. Why are you, why are you throwing dog poo in the ocean? I'm like, and then I have to give them the rap. Like, seriously, do you understand how much shit is in that ocean from, from marine life? Don't worry about my little, my little dog poo that I just threw in there. Relax. What? Yesterday you let the dog eat your feet cheese. Uh, John Space? Yeah, man, it's like a delicacy for dogs. I don't get it. My family is not happy with me, but we'll be, uh, we're, we're watching Password. That's when it happened a couple nights ago, and Doggy gets uh, in front of my feet, and he goes to town. He loves it. And it took away the itch. Yeah, it used to tell soldiers to pee on uh, their feet for the athlete's uh, feet. I'm telling you, man. If it gets to that itch stage, and it's not a surface itch where it's a little deeper, it's the only thing you can do is rip the skin off your own body. I'm t- I, I know people that get this understand. And others are like, oh my God, just clean your feet. I can't bend down. I can't clean my feet. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Look, I pissed everyone off with my rant. <laughs> I threw simple logic at these people and it pissed them off. <laughs> It's really simple. See, people try to say that, like, I, 
I was in the way on the Opie and Anthony show, even though I fucking created the whole goddamn thing. It was my vision of a very long fucking time ago. And then it got to a point where I was doing a show with two guys that didn't respect me anymore, give me the time of day, and it made it really, really tough. And I absolutely started uh, sticking out like a sore fucking thumb. But I'm out of the way now for many, many years. And if they really thought that I was the issue, they would be doing a show together and it would be massively successful. But they're not doing a show together to this day. So shut up. All right, let me scroll past uh, the obsessed ones. The obsessed ones make the world go round as well. Sure. Let me get a cup of coffee. Uh, let me get a snack for uh, doggy. Wow, it is hot. Well, hello there. This episode is sponsored by Microdose Gummies. I love these guys. Microdose available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com. Use the code OPIE to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. All right, I want to read their mission statement because I think it helps a little bit. Their overall mission is to raise awareness around the concept of microdosing, safe use of psychedelics, and to provide a solution for people interested in microdosing THC for general wellness and performance-enhancing purposes. Microdosing psychedelics? Most people think they do a little psychedelic, a little something with THC, and they're out of their minds. That's not the case with microdose.com. I've been using Microdose uh, gummies all summer long, honestly, to just get a simple, better night's sleep, and it also helped with the pain when I pulled my back out at the beginning of summer. And I'm not going to lie, it helps with creativity as well. So it can help you with the creative boost, enjoying the moment, sleep, pain, anxiety, workout, and recovery. And they really do taste good. But I want to warn you, just because something tastes good doesn't mean you should be eating the whole damn bottle. Nah, nah, nah. Don't do that unless you have nothing to do for a very long time. <laughs> That's a little off script. That's okay. They, they can handle me going off script a little bit. All right, listen. I, I really, really do like my microdose gummies. I want you to check it out for yourself. They're available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com. Use the code OPIE, O-P-I-E, to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. I'll put a link in the show description, but again, that's microdose.com, promo code OP, free shipping, 30% off. And once again, they do have some gummies that have a little more, a little more. So you can either go for a little touch or a little more. <laughs> All right, microdose.com. Promo code open. This looks like poo. It looks like it has little peanuts in it. And Doggy is losing his mind. Come here, Dog. That thing smells terrible. Beef strips. No, that was like a... That was... He already ate it and he's staring at me. That's all I got. That's why the dog... The dog people could go F themselves. If you're a dog owner, you want a treat where the dog doesn't bother you for, for an hour. So you want something they have to chew like for hours to get the goodness. These dog treats where they can eat them uh, really, really quickly, they, they're useless to us dog owners. I, I literally, for the most part, avoid all that. But uh, my wife obviously picked up that bag because I, w- I would have said no. As soon as I knew it was some kind of soft treat that they could swallow and eat within five seconds, no, I'm done, No. Give me something. Give me like one of those ligaments where they got to chew and chew and chew. 
it said on the package a hip. It was a hip joint. <laughs> Did he pull that out of the ocean? That was that was the joke. Yes, <laughs> that was the joke. That's a big effing dog. Hell yeah! I miss I miss like picking him up and carrying him off the beach. I, I miss that. Remember the last time I picked him up? I'm like whole. It was like a giant sack of potatoes. But that's a dumb reference because, like, how many of us actually pick up a giant sack of potatoes? Nobody. Not a farmer. Not a farmer in the 1800s. Why, why would I even know what that means? Like giving a toddler an iPad, 100%. Because, you know, I love my dog. Um, he spends a lot of time with me. Uh, I'm like the, um, I'm pretty much the primary uh, owner. Because I feed him the most and I walk him the most. So he just follows me around all day long. Um, I have very fond memories of WAF. Yes, I do. There was really not much drama up there at all. And me and Anthony were pretty much on the same page. I don't really remember one disagreement that got out of hand. I don't remember one up there. And then I don't... I Look, it's up to him to maybe openly talk about, but... He became a completely different person when we moved to New York, and quite quickly too. And I was like, "Wow, I, I, what? This is a different guy. <laughs> it's a different guy, man." But uh, yeah, it's like giving your kid an iPad because there are times you're like, "Doggy, just leave me alone, man." And you give him one of those ligaments that it takes him a good hour to to um, to eat, uh, and you get some time to yourself, just like. Just like handing an iPad to a kid. Yes. How many cats have you owned? Oh, Jesus. Robert Spawn. I owned uh, three cats and I will never uh, own a cat again. Uh, high, I mean, highly allergic to cats. Horribly allergic to cats. To the point, like, I walked around for... How many years did I have those cats? I walked around for eight years like I, I had a heavy cold. No joke. It was unbelievable. And then you're like, well, just get rid of the cats. But I kind of got attached to the dumb cats. And then soon as, uh, soon as I, uh, I was separated from the cats, uh, miraculously, my, my heavy cold went away immediately. The theme of my life is I waste a lot of time. <laughs> I really waste a lot of time. I stayed with a girl I, I wasn't in love with for many, many years. <laughs> I stayed on a radio show that I wasn't happy doing for many, many years. I, uh, I owned cats, even though I was highly allergic to them for many, many years. Oh, my God. Hey, oh, why don't you take your time more? Use a cement sack. All right. I, thank you. Yes. Lifting up doggy. The last time I did it, which is well over a year ago. It's like trying to carry a cement sack or a cement bag, the giant ones. I, I forgot how many pounds they were, but we were, we were too little to be hauling those around our house to make uh, cement pathways. I'm sure I've told that story, but to keep us busy, we made cement pathways all over the place. We, we even made a cement pathway, I'll, I'll give you the short version, that had stairs and a path leading up into the woods, and then it just stopped. It was a path to nowhere. There was no reason to make stairs and a little path heading into the woods. 
but it was another way to keep us busy and keep us out of my mom's hair. I know how to make cement. I should be in a union. I know how to, I absolutely know how to make cement. You could show me a wheelbarrow of your cement mixture and I'll tell you what it needs. Oh, you dummy, you don't have enough sand. What? Just put a little more water and mix that shit. We made perfect, I mean perfect cement. Perfect. We, we even uh, discovered our own sand pit until my, uh, my brother got attacked by, uh, I think it was Yellow Jackets. Horribly attacked. I'm one of seven, eight, nine kids. I'm amazed that we all survived into, I don't want to say old age, but upper, upper middle age. I'm amazed. I'm absolutely amazed because we were on our own, man. We were on our own. And uh, we discovered this, uh, this sand pit and we had to dig into the side of our hill. And you would think, yeah, what's the big deal, Ope, right? You know, a couple feet in, whatever. And it got to a point where the whole shovel would go all the way in the hole to get some sand out, to put in the wheelbarrow, to make our mixture for the cement so we can make our paths all around the house we grew up in. And then uh, it wasn't good enough. We couldn't get in far enough with the shovel anymore, right? So then we started crawling in like we're miners and pushing like this, the sand closer to the entrance of the hole. And then another one of uh, my brothers or me or whoever's job it was, I forget at this moment in time, they would grab the sand for the wheelbarrow and our cement mixture. So we were now going into the side of a hill that could have easily collapsed at any moment in time. I don't know. I, I think it was over 10 feet. Yes, at that point it was over 10 feet. Greg Hill hates you. <laughs> I don't care if Greg Hill, I mean, you're just trying to start shit. I never liked Greg Hill. He was a corporate shill from the day I met him. And when me and Anthony got fired up there at WAF, he, uh, he was the first one to jump on board and trash us. He couldn't stand me and Anthony because we just strolled into that market with no experience whatsoever, right? And we absolutely destroyed. And he was a guy that was in that market many years before we even got there. And we surpassed him within a year. Crushed it. And man, was that guy jealous. On video, you were stunned. Dice trashed you. Can you tell a story? I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, dice... Uh, I, I don't want to get into the dice thing. I mean, we, we worked it out, and we actually are on good terms. I don't really see him or talk to him anymore, but uh, he started coming into our show again, and everything was more than fine with dice. There was a huge misunderstanding. We were working really hard to sell out uh, Madison Square Garden for for him at the time, and uh, and then he snuck Man Cow into the whole mix, knowing that we hated Man Cow, and that really, really pissed me off, so I went off. And that day when I went off, this is the short version of the story, his kids were in, um, in studio with him and he was embarrassed because I was yelling and screaming at him in front of his kids. And that's when he had a problem with me. And, I, and being a father, I, I understand it to a, a certain extent. But I, I, I don't know when I was supposed to do it. It happened at that moment. I mean, the timing wasn't great. But I was really, really mad because... Um, Anthony and I were working really hard to sell a lot of tickets for his uh, Madison Square Garden show. And then, because he was friends with Mancow as well, he was sneaking Mancow into the whole thing. Like, he was, he was responsible. And then, it was, it was, and then he was inviting Mancow to go to the show. And I'm like, what are you doing? We don't want to be hanging out with that guy at all. 
So the timing, you know, you get older and you get a little uh, space. You, you try to uh, you try to find your responsibility in things. I say try because it's not easy for any of us. I don't I don't care care how woke you are and how much you work on your spirituality. You still got to work. Uh, you still got to live a, a human existence, and it's tough. But if you truly are working on yourself, you, you do have to try to find responsibility in things. Your responsibility and my responsibility in that was the timing that I had a major issue with Dice, and uh, it came out in front of his in front of his kids, which embarrassed him at the time. And he was able to express all that to me. I was able to express why I was so pissed off. I absolutely apologize to him for the bad timing. This is something that is many years ago at this point. And all I could say about that is now, fast forward all these years, I have literally no issues with Dice. None. And I'm actually pretty happy with the success he was able to get in uh, recent years. <laughs> Thanks, Ted. Ted's blown up my spot. <laughs> but he's not wrong. He, he's not wrong. You've blown up my spot. <laughs> I want to impress the people, but you're right. But it's the mixture. You gotta. I forget the exact mixture, but um, it's more sand than, uh, than uh, cement uh, powder. I know that. And then you got to be careful with the water, with the hose and the wheelbarrow. And then you use your hoe to mix it up all nice. You got to make sure the consistency is right. But he's right. All it is is cement and sand and water. He's right. Thanks, Ted. I thought you were one of, I thought you were one of the good guys. Hey, Hope, do you, did you buy that hat already distressed or is it an oldie? Bald guy asking here. Um, it's a Get Parts hat. It pretty much came like this. I love Get Parts. I really like my friend Matt who owns the place. He's supposed to come out here and uh, do a little visit, but he's on a motorcycle just riding across America. I forgot where he was going. One of the big motorcycle um, shows. Is it Sturgis in North Dakota? Is that where that is? He's one of those guys. But, uh, no, this hat uh, looked exactly like this when I bought it. Um, It was in the rain two days ago. And, uh, And we watched them release sea turtles again. And we got caught in, like, the most insane, heaviest rain I've seen in a very, very long time. So, this hat was completely drenched. So, maybe that adds to it a little. I don't know. But, man, I'll tell you. I said it. I'm going to say it again. You know, this this life of ours is pretty, pretty effed up. We all know that. Every once in a while, though, you go through something where you think, wow, everything is right with the world. Even though it's not true. But you get a moment where you get to feel that. And for me, watching them release sea turtles that were washed up on a beach sometime, let's say, uh, in December or January, in the middle of winter, and they had no hope of survival. You got these groups, you got an aquarium, and, uh, you know, people call and go, oh, my God, there's a turtle on my beach. It's struggling. I've called those people over a seal. They never came, by the way. We're like, ah, it'll be all right. I'm like, but it has a giant gash across its entire neck. Yeah, we know about that one. You do? But anyway, so then they, uh, they pick up uh, the turtles they feel like they could save, and they pick up uh, sea lions they feel like they could save, um, and seals, and they rehab them for many, many, many months, and then these people, they announce that they're releasing them back into the ocean, and I'm lucky to know when they're doing that. 
you see the people that took care of these uh, these turtles, and you can see the emotion that they're saying goodbye to these things. And then they put the turtle on the sand, take it out of the box, put it on the sand. There's a few hundred people there. And all of a sudden, the turtle's like, I'm out of here. And you can see the excitement of the turtle. And then you see the people that were taking care of the damn thing. They're holding back tears. And it's, it's a moment where you're like, God damn, all is right with the, the world and Earth. And then, like I said the other day, and then you get in the parking lot and everyone's beeping because, you know, you're not pulling out of, your, uh, out of the parking lot fast enough. And then you're like, oh, that's right. That was just a moment. But we cherish those moments, right? Cheers. Dice never talked about your dad. I, I, I can't I can't keep doing this, bro. If if you if you need if you need to believe that, that's fine. Literally I played the audio on um on the episode of the Opie Radio podcast. It's there. It's like I, I don't want to do this. If you don't like me, there's plenty of crap that you can make fun of that is real. Stop with the fake shit. I literally put the audio on on, um, on um, the OP Radio podcast. Literally. I think the title is called uh, My Thoughts on Howard Stern's Dad or Father Passing. If you want to go check it out, the audio's right there. I don't, I, I don't have a lot of mafia shit. I caddy for a lot of mafia guys. They were very, very cool. I would get very, very excited when I would see their names in the paper. Um because they would be getting arrested for this and that on Long Island, and my mom would be like, holy shit, where do you work? And uh, they were the nicest guys at the entire, uh, well, there were a few other really nice people, but the Huntington Crescent Club, at, way back, this is a million years ago, there was a, there was a bunch of mafia guys, and they treated us like, like royalty. They were unbelievable. They paid us way more than any other member. They were really, really cool. They t- took care of us, and then... Uh, Every once in a while, they would hire a few of us for some side jobs. All, all legal side jobs, like parking cars at one of their parties in Huntington Bay. That happened a, a, absolutely a bunch of times, and a, a few other little things, but it was all legal. What was scary, though, about that, and I, all these years later, I don't even like talking about it, but you know, every uh, member of uh, the Huntington Crest Club, they would have guests from time to time. One time, Joe Namath was a guest, and, and the women followed him around the entire course. That is a true story. They're all, like, kind of trying to stay in the trees and not bother him, but they literally followed Joe Namath around the entire course. And then we had Telly Savalas once. I'm dating myself because Telly Savalas must have died 40 years ago, 30 years ago. And a bunch of other celebrities, I'm trying to remember. A lot of hockey players. Because the Islanders were all members. I think uh, Billy Smith, Clark Gillies, they were the two members. And they brought, I mean, everybody. I caddied for almost every member of uh, the New York Islanders Stanley Cup uh, championship teams. Almost every single one of them over the years. And, uh, and it sucked because they were terrible golfers. Clark Gillies wasn't. He was like, um, he was like, uh, I'm trying to remember what his handicap was. I, I honestly think, I think his number was six when he played, right? Yeah, I think he was like a six handicap. Uh, he was really, really good. And Billy Smith, the goalie, uh, carried for him a million times. And he uh, he was just a big partier, man. He just loved drinking beers as he played golf. That's all I remember. I don't even remember how good he was anymore. And then there were a few other guys that came and, 
And as a kid, I was I was very young when when I was caring for these guys, and uh, and they would shoot like a hundred on the front nine, and you know how much of a drag that is if you're a caddy. So you're sitting there like, I don't care. It's one of the New York Islanders. This sucks. <laughs> it just sucks. So every uh, member would have a guest, and the and the mafia guys every once in a while. This is a true story. They would have like guests that did not speak English. They spoke Italian. This sounds like out of a movie, but it's the truth. They would speak Italian all the way around the golf course, and they were really intimidating guys. And one of them, I remember to this day, his hands were like this. Giant, giant hands that made a giant fist. And you can only imagine what that would do to a face. And he had scars all over his fucking face. And my thought is he must have been some kind of enforcer that was coming from Italy for God knows what. And I remember being incredibly intimidated by, uh, by that. And I remember that member. Remember I, I got to back up a little bit that all the mafia guys were very, very cool and very nice and nicer than all the other members at the Huntington Crescent Club. This guy was scary as all hell. And when you had a caddy for him, you were on your best behavior. You barely talked to the guy. You prayed you didn't mess up. And he was the one that uh, that had this uh, this guest that was, uh, in my opinion, all these years later, was a bit on the questionable side. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, you're not wrong, Vincent Scaramuzzo. But they put satellite tags on these damn things. The turtles. But there's a good possibility. That's why they wait to release them, too. Because some of these turtles, they get uh, that they're very, very young. And they know that, uh, in general, like a baby turtle doesn't have much of a chance of surviving. Overwhelmingly, you know, when you see those beautiful videos of all those baby turtles making their way into the ocean. Overwhelmingly, and Chris, a.k.a. Fish Guy Photos, will back me up. uh, The overwhelming majority of them get eaten pretty quickly. So when these rehab centers get the baby turtles, they know that. So they try to um, keep them for a very long time, uh, increasing their chances that they're going to survive. And then the really important turtles that they get, they put these satellite tags on. And, um, and then you go online and you can see where the turtle is. It's kind of cool. Oh, God. Do you regret not being nice to people? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You do, have, you do know I have a life outside the, the Opie and Anthony world, right? I have tons of friends, tons of family. I'm a happy person. I even get along with a, a bunch of people from the ONA days. So what are you talking about? Ah, whatever. There's a, there's a whole world out there. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is not based on reality. And I've said many times, you know, one of your goals as a human being is to, to try to go through life without uh, too many regrets. I don't think it, I don't think I don't think you uh, have a, a perfect track record when it comes to that because it's tough at times. But you try to go through life without regrets. Um, it's not easy. And how you don't have regrets, you got to work through some of that shit in your own head. Try uh, dice trashed everyone he needed to. Big deal. Yeah, it's like. The point of the dice thing is, like, that's that's ancient history. To tell you the truth, um, with the dice thing, too. So, he had a good point that I was really mad and I brought it up in front of his kids. Yeah, that's, a, that's a 
that's my responsibility. I, I do have to say is I don't know how else I could have done it, done it at the time. All right, maybe I could have done it differently. But then you fast forward. We work it out. He starts doing the show again. He starts crushing again for us. And then I went, I went um, uh, above that. And when his uh, kids were getting into music, I was pushing their music as much as I can on our channel and on my social media and stuff. And Dice would reach out to me like, that's really nice of you. I really, really appreciate that. And I'm like, of course. And then I, I had to tell him too. I'm like... Dice, I'm not just doing this because you're my friend, you know, because he was at the time. Like I said, we don't really talk uh, much at all these days. I go, but honestly, your kids are really good. They're talented musicians, especially the younger one. I, I, I'm trying to remember his name. I think it's uh, Dylan. Fucking talented, man. Holy shit. So I was like, look, I'm not just doing you a favor. They, they deserve it. They're really good. Womp, bump, bump. All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go now. Guys, uh, thanks for the support. Really, really appreciate it. Shout out to the private Facebook group. Love you guys. If you want to join our private Facebook group, you uh, you know, you click the subscribe on my Facebook page. If you're on the YouTube, my Facebook page is OP Radio Fans. All right?